2: Don't forget to listen to Mason and Ireland all week long for your chance to win tickets to the exclusive Mason and Ireland LAFC Pep Rally and live broadcast. It is Friday, September 1st from 1 to 4 inside BMO Stadium at the Founders Club. Fans in attendance have a chance to win LAFC versus Miami tickets and autographed merchandise, plus food and drinks. Listen all week to Mason and Ireland on 710 ESPN or enter for your chance to win at ESPNLA.
3: .com. did you put in your request yeah I send in the email <laughs> tickets at lafc.com it came up undeliverable but <laughs> you're on the block list I think there's it might be .NET. <laughs> so I'm I'm working on a couple different- When
2: you are in the sales world, you 100%. did that, huh? Like you try the guy's name, yep. no dot, dot in the middle, okay. middle initial, dot net, dot com,
3: Gmail, uh, iCloud, you try them all, right? So there, there are programs now, and I'm sure it's much different operation, good karma. There are programs now you get a lot of that information. You're reaching out to a business corporation. Half of the time you're spending just trying to find the right person and what their contact information is. Oh, you better believe I'd have like three different addresses. You got to try this first name, first initial, last name. Dot whatever it is. Took a little while, and then and when you didn't get the un, when you didn't get that email that came back, the bounce back. I'm like, freaking did it. I, I, yeah, I got one, and I didn't do anything. I didn't accomplish anything. All I did was just send them an email. Couldn't, I didn't get a meeting. I didn't get anything. Couldn't you just call and say, hey, what's the email address for you know, Timmy Taylor? Your CEO. Sometimes you do that. <laughs> uh, some some companies. Um, I just. I guess it just depends on the type of company it is. But there's some companies that, that rarely they ever use for all inquiries. Send it to this yes. marketing information. At, at. Yeah. By Mike, the way, yeah, there's nobody. No nobody. CEO's
2: named Timmy Taylor. I don't think. I feel White like that. people taco <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? That's okay, great. It's from
4: a it's from a YouTuber and then it became popular on TikTok and then everyone like all again all people who participate in white people taco uh. night would then play it while they're getting their groceries like white people taco <laughs> night are getting taco shells from a
3: grocery people store. Taco so taco that's good. The,
2: the number one determining factor in white people tacos is it, 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 for ground beef. Yes, right? That that is the number one thing
4: that everything's like super separated into like little like pyrex containers and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
3: exactly. super exactly. It's, it's super not spicy it's as mild it, as it's it gets very tame on the spice yeah. factor it's tomato salsa yeah
0: right <laughs> it's <laughs> just
3: the tomato paste
0: that's <laughs> what it's pace sauce hunts tomato sauce <laughs>
2: oh <my God. laughs> and you, you put a little chopped onion on top and definitely that's crunchy it.
4: tacos no no crunchy tortilla. tacos yeah, definitely the
3: crunchy yeah yep store-bought guacamole i got not going to lie somebody brought a couple of those in right now it'd be great it's not a judgment they're just very different yeah very different very good
2: yeah. that crunchy taco that's got the sour cream by the way the other thing is sour cream is only on white people tacos do you think a white people taco truck it would 100% work would it work? I think so it wouldn't work as well as the other. I here, here's what I'll tell you: if you're you part going
3: to East LA, you're like, "Hey, you got to turn It's not going to work <laughs> in East LA. You beat me to it,
2: right? You're not doing it in East LA. If you went to the Palisades, I think you'd be okay. Oh yeah. If Malibu, they're like, oh. Bel Air, Malibu. This is amazing. Beverly Hills, yes. This reminds me of my grandma's yeah. cooking. East LA, probably, probably not, not as much, right? Probably Santa Ana, no right there are I to, other there are convince. communities that would have different trucks
4: I had to convince my family what cornitas <laughs> came up with an idea there we have a taco get an truck.
2: llc on that so nobody can uh, squat on us on that one <laughs> let's try a phone call let's go to glendora and mark mark you're on with Travis Lee. what's up
5: hey you have a great show guys it's great it's fun to listen to it thanks mark Hey, so look, uh, laughing about Dave Roberts' history in the playoffs is really kind of evading the facts. Um, Just give me 30 seconds here. Remember last year, the crisis after the season screwed up with the Padres, they got Andrew Friedman, they were blaming him for making all the decisions, and he looked at the camera, and he said, I do not make those decisions. He was very clear. Our only bubble win was against the Rays the only World Series, and that manager was, did stu- more stupid things than Dave Roberts. That's the only thing he took out, Snell. That's our bubble win. Uh, number three, I had a flashback the other night. Emmett, what's his name, the young guy? She Emmett, is. five innings. What em- does Dave Roberts do? He pulls him after five, and what happened in the six? And then they say, Dave Roberts, why did you do it again? And he says, well, because I felt like he- I wanted to leave him with a good feeling. So okay. this is the history of Dave Roberts. It's not just me or this other guy calling. It's the facts.
3: Well, there is some. Can I, can I say this? How many different times when the season ended this past year was it, guys, he's not making the decisions? No, no, no. A lot of this stuff is already predetermined. The front office is making – Andrew Freeman in that front office is telling Dave Roberts what to do. We joke around. We're like everything was robotic, that there's nothing you could do. Do it. I can't even remember. No, i, can't remember. I you Oh, could the do actual that. robot. Yeah. I got you. Dave Rockley's he's managing like that. He's a, he's a robot. He sits there in front of in the presser.
1: I'm the so happy to be
3: here. That's great. Um, but with that being said, it's like, all right. Well, if all the decisions are made from the front office, if he's not really determining these, the feel for the game in certain situations. And there was a lot of, well, don't blame him, blame the front office. What it makes it different if it happens again this upcoming year? Wouldn't it be the same thing? By the way, I fall with you on the, sometimes you just have to change things up. And I, I can't give you I the agree. best reason why. I do. I do. Yeah. agree with there are going to come times it's just time where an organization it's just says, up. well, we're going to try plan B. It's just, try, it's just
2: time to shake it up at some point. And if it happens again, I think that I'm at that point. I want, I want to kind of address these one by one. Him talking about, well, he's not making the decisions. This is what I'm getting at. And this is why I, I don't care how many times Andrew Friedman says that Dave is making these decisions. I don't care how many times that Dave is saying these decisions are mine. If a lot of these decisions were actually his decisions, do you think he's here for as long as he's been? I don't think so. I, I think that you would make a, a a move because a lot of the decisions have not worked out. I, I'll just use this because a good it's example at the top of my head. The way that they used Julio a couple of years ago was so bizarre, and and it's just was one of these weird. Wait, you're going to bring him in in the third inning? Like okay, I just. Reject the idea that Dave just woke up that morning and said, Here's what I'm going to do. I just don't think that's. Guys, what's I have a happen. gut
3: feeling. I'm going to do something that just, we really have never seen before. Right.
2: And, and so I, I just kind of dismiss that. And if the decisions have not worked out as frequently as they have in the postseason, you got to have that qualifier in there, then I think you would have seen a change along the way. I think it's a benefit. Look, you're going to have to take a couple of heavy bats occasionally and take some criticism. We know that this is a collaborative effort if we're being generous and maybe less than collaborative, but this is the way that it's set up. But at some point, you have to make a change to make a change because while this 10-year run, the players almost – entirely have changed. Kershaw's the only one that's been here for all yeah. of it. Yeah, That you go out and you get Mookie, you go out and get Freddie, you go out and get Trey, you go out and get Scherzi, you go out and get you Darvish. Like, they've they've turned the roster over sure. a lot sure. except for at one spot and you're still getting roughly the same result. The roster. A great team that wins about 100 games, that gets into the playoffs and is ultimately a little
3: bit shy of where you want to go. Is it weird at all that we're having this conversation of course it in is. August? that They got a 12-game lead. No, but and and, and I think th- what's happened is they've created a narrative for a team right now that has not been to the playoffs as often. Pick a team right now that's in the race. Let's pick the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Let's use Philly as an example. They're not having a conversation in Philadelphia right now about the situation or the manager because their window that they've they've had, it's only been just last year. Just cracked open. Just cracked open. Last year, they were incredibly successful. They got to the World Series. Mm-hmm. It's just not a conversation. There's only a few teams in Major League Baseball that are already saying to themselves, probably it could just be the Dodgers, actually, now that I really think about it, that are already saying to themselves, what if it happens again? It's happened so many times. <laughs> what if it happens again? And if it happens again, what are you going to do with your manager? Not There there isn't too many conversations. You could say, you, we'll use the Padres as an example. Could their manager be on, could he get fired by the end of the season? Yeah, he potentially can. But Maybe. that's that's because he can't, they haven't made the playoffs when all you have to be is 64 and 61 to make the playoffs. All you got to do is two, three games over 500 to be in the hunt, to, to be in the mix. It's such a different scenario for the Dodgers. They're playing so well. They're on pace for 100 games, and yet it's still a conversation.
2: Let's go to Kavina this next time, And Eric, Eric, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up?
6: Hey, guys. Well, I can understand people getting frustrated with success. So we don't win the World Series every, every year, we've been in the World Series. How many, the beloved Tommy Lasorda, he's been in quite a few World Series, two championships. Walter Austin, you know, has a few. So we're jumping all over Mr. Roberts here because, well, you know, he doesn't do this right. or doesn't, I mean, it was years ago when people wanted to get rid of Kershaw because he kept blowing it at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Come on, or he's Georgia. even in too long. And when he does leave him in, you know, so can't we just have, be happy with success? How many teams will be proud to have a team that's in it every year? We don't have to win it every year. We can win it once. You he, he's got a world championship, and now you all go. Well, we got to look at what kind of moves he makes this year. Jesus, guys! All right, Stop Dumping on the guy.
2: Here, here, here's the other side of this. I hear what you're saying. You're, you're not even necessarily wrong. I understand that being in the mix every year. I've said it myself. Being in the mix every year is arguably the best you can ask for. Yeah. Is to just give me a chance to compete for this at the very end, and they've and done that take my chances every year. and they've done it over and over again. But when you go back to which time about Tommy Lasorda only had two World Championships, and Walter Alston before him had a, a, a small handful of them as well, and these are the most successful managers in Dodger history. I get it, you're not wrong, but this window of Dodger baseball, the last ten years or so, is the most successful regular season run that this organization has ever had. They've, they've won the division nine of the last 10 years. They're going to win it for a 10th time in the last 11 years. The one year they didn't win it, they won 105 games. Okay, this is not where we popped in and we cashed it or we missed it by a couple of games and we this is we're in it every year. The Dodgers have either been the favorites or one of the favorites in virtually every single one of these seasons. That's not what those other guys were doing. This is different. The the argument that Eric and Covina was making is the argument that Andrew Friedman was making when they clinched the division title. Like, hey, don't take this for granted. I don't think Dodger fans are saying that this is normal. We understand how challenging it is to be this good for this long but it's also unsatisfying because ultimately you have one world series championship to show for it which isn't less than but it's wildly different than all the other ones and the reason you've gotten beaten of late is all kind of the same thing where when you get down to it your best guys are not performing at their best your run production is not where it needs to be your bullpen guys that have been lockdown guys all of a sudden aren't and if it happens once Sure, it could happen to anybody. If it happens twice, eh, bad luck. But when it starts happening more than that, you start looking for external factors, and that's the only one. And, and I'm not even saying it's his fault. I'm saying that at some point, you got to change it just to change it.
3: I think something that you said there, which I'd like to agree with, but I don't think I do, When you when you mentioned – that I think most Dodger fans do know how tough it is to go through this ten, eleven year stretch. I think every year they've been successful, that you almost take it for granted just a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know what I mean? That it's it's not the same as it is for some of these other markets that get and get out. In in the position that Dodger fans are in, man, what a to be able to bitch and complain about this team and about how successful they've been, but not being able to cash it in also just kind of shows that the expectations every single year, it has changed. It has, and maybe it is because of the comparing to, are they more like the Braves or are they more, there's a little bit of the, are you going to be remembered as... They what only had happen. one, and, yeah. and they won fourteen division to whatever yeah. it was that they You're won right. in a row. Are they going to be remembered? Buffalo is not a good example as the Bills. You know they make the four straight World Series or uh, Super Bowls. But there are certain teams that you remember that you remember them by not cashing it in yes. enough. And here, here's the here's the last thing
2: before we move on to something else. Give me an explanation as to what's not working. Like, if you could say, look, we need a better bullpen. We need better hit. We Guys, you just won 105 games again. They're going to win 100 again this year. Mm -hmm. It it would be if you're just short on talent, it's like we're just not as good. That's almost never the case with them. And so you start looking at things that aren't the players. Players need to play better. Last year, they didn't score any runs. Their their pitching actually stood up pretty well, minus that bad inning
3: from Vezia. It was nothing clutch nothing from the dodgers last at year. all tight yeah.
2: as a drum yeah. and it never got any easier and by the way the second game one starts they're going to have that issue all over again whether they're as tight we'll find out but the expectations are going to be the same austin reeves is killing it on team usa does he bring it to the lakers
0: that's next it's travis lee 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, I got some
3: really good news for you, Trev. Hit me. The setup is there. I saw him come in. Take a peek at the kitchen right now. Look, this Berg. Berg trying to sweet talk for some wings over there. Uh, Pizza Hut, boneless wings, 75 cents each. I'm going to do my power ranking a little bit later. That's Ooh. what they're asking me to do. They got all these different types of sauces, rubs, everything okay. else. Just of my top three. Can you give me your number one, like as a preview? This one's a very easy one.
6: Hey, why is your mouth watering? Look at you. Don't look stop you. right there. At look, look, look
3: at how
2: much attention I'm
3: paying right I know, now. I know. Okay, I know. Okay, look, I don't know where you are on this, but it's my kind of stands out more than any, anybody else. Remember back in the day in the fancy football where like Priest Holmes was by far the number one pick? <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's probably the last time yeah. I played fancy football <laughs> and paid attention. Um, so don't don't we feel weird? It's only fifteen years ago. Buffalo, yeah, medium, great. I don't want to go too hot where I don't really feel like I'm tasting the. I can do it. We've done it before. It's yes, just, I know the experience isn't all that great. <laughs> Buffalo medium is my number one. That's it's my a great number top one.
2: choice. Yeah. That that is like a Peyton Manning choice. That it's just it's going to be good. Right, it, it's gonna be good every single time. It's never gonna disappoint. You don't want to go off the board and end up with a uh, Tim Couch. Yeah, you don't want to take too many risks here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, do, you don't want to have Tim Couch beard. You know what I'm gonna do? Give me a garlic parmesan. Maybe it'll turn out all right that that day, but but well, risky! Like,
4: but garlic parmesan is pretty good. It's though. good, it's fine, but it's but risky. Not number one.
2: It's not number one. You, can, number you can't one. go number one. You gotta go right down the middle of the road,
3: guys. Right, so they're gonna bring in some uh, stuff for us later. So shout out to pizza for making it happen. Piece. Pretty damn good, right there. I got 20 in my wallet. Let's By the go. way, with the way, she's, <laughs> yeah. with the way she's saving some money taking the bus, <laughs> Yeah, got plenty of money for left a, over a, for it's that. For a buck
2: and a half for the bus, that's two Buffalo wings. <laughs> <Now I> gotta, <laughs> <laughs> everything is the new currency. Instead of a little dollar sign, it's going to be a wing next to the price exactly. of things. All right, HBO idea. costs how much per month? I'll it how many
3: wings does it cost me to get HBO Max? <laughs> <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched episode... What was he as a two or three? The bird episode. There are three episodes so far. That's no. three. Watch number three. And what'd you think?
4: I think I'm back in.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think I I was actually disappointed when it ended. I felt like I felt like it was kind of a shorter episode. I don't know. It probably wasn't. But I felt when it ended, I was like, "That's it. I got the that's the, that, isn't that the goal? Isn't that the, if you're well, making if you a TV that, show, isn't more. that what you want? Yeah. The, the, we we talked about it. What was it a week ago? Talking about Johnny Manziel and that yeah. that doc that we all felt like, that's it. That is a really good feeling if you can do that. But I I really like the Larry Bird piece of it. And you are right. There's a lot of storylines going on, but the Larry Bird piece of it is interesting. I had read a book. The guy that plays Larry Bird is terrific. He's terrific. The Bird vs. Magic. You know, We've all kind of seen that documentary that HBO did. There was a book on the documentary. So I, I knew Larry Bird. I knew what happened with his dad. But just to kind of see all of that i think is heavy the norm nixon magic johnson dr jerry bus lunch or breakfast or brunch whatever that is that's a great scene
2: that's a great hey you know it's nice for us to get together just the two of us oh by the way magic's here <laughs> <laughs> just cold-blooded and that's and when you're meeting with chris morales yeah and magic's
3: flex <laughs> yeah damn
2: well he's he knows oh yeah I, i'm winning this you're either coming on board or
3: moving on. Norm, you're so good. We could trade you to so many different teams. Yeah. That's how good of a player you are. Norm's <laughs> like, I, I don't want to go anywhere. How much shrimp was Dr. Buss
2: thinking that Magic <laughs> and Norm were gonna eat? Because that that scene has like the seafood tower times ten. There there has Didn't to be love it? there has to be five hundred shrimp on that table. There's three people. That is that's awesome. That's too much shrimp. That is awesome
3: that I, I noticed it. <laughs> But it, it wasn't There's three people. Yeah, and the table was so big, and it was filled all the way across. Magic on the other side. How about at the end, he takes his melon yeah. off of his fork.
2: Well, it's a power move. Man, Like that's <laughs> that is the definition of a power. Oh, that's my don't stop eating my melon. That's my piece of melon, metaphorically and <laughs> literally. Okay.
4: Also, speaking- Doctor
2: Jerry Buss at that moment, he's just like,
3: "All right, so let's eat. Come on, <laughs> look at all this food yeah, here." Like,
2: Norm, you're good, right? Because if you're not, you know what happens next. And, then, and this is the part where if you don't know the story, you're, it's kind of hanging in the balance. But because this is a 40-year-old story, like... Spoiler, can, spoiler. Can Byron Scott just get here already? <laughs> can we just get Byron in the mix? Byron's going to make a bunch of shots for this team. This is going to be great.
4: So also speaking of sports media, because I know we're talking about winning time, but uh, the uh, Swamp Boys? Oh, is, yeah. Uh, that comes out. That's already out on Netflix. So it, as of right now, you could watch it on Netflix right now, but don't because you're listening to the Travis and Sliwa show. But um, so... So I'm intri- intrigued by this, but I found a argument that someone made on TikTok I kind of compelling. I ch- hate what she's
2: about to say, by the way, Slee. I right. hate it.
4: So, obviously on paper, this seems really cool. This swamp documentary is cool. But the involvement of Urban Meyer and the, much, and the amount of times he sat and talked and was willing to share means it's not going to go in as mm. deep as you want. Because if it was... Urban would be so far from that thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a job. Well, he has a job. He's with Fox Sports. But like he's not coaching. Why would he want to ruin his reputation with something that actually would ruin him by the information that would come out from a documentary that really got into it? Also, The Athletic had a piece saying that they are not making Aaron Hernandez and Tim Tebow the focal points of this. Then what are we doing here? Exactly.
2: Then what do we... If, if you're telling the story of that era of Florida Gator football, which has three wildly compelling storylines urban meyer one of the great college football of all college coaches of all time also somebody that has zero moral compass when it comes to doing the right thing for the right reasons you've got tim tebow who might be the greatest college football player ever full stop right and he's got this story where he's homeschooled he's incredibly religious and he's in this sea of things that are not that and he stays true to his faith and stays true to himself and then you've got a guy that's accused of killing multiple people. That that's a pretty good recipe for a story that I want to hear about. And You're telling me that's not the focus?
4: Yes. From this athletic article is what they're they're saying it is because they want to tell a deeper story, a different thing. But, well, what story else is there? Come I mean, on, you
3: guys spent all week selling me on this. I'm
2: in. I'm
4: still going to watch it though.
3: I, I, I I'm. It's also four episodes. I'm going to watch it.
2: I'm going to start it. Put it to you this way, okay? But- if it's Urban Meyer saying, "Yeah, Tim," and he, he he was he was twenty two out of twenty four that day against Mississippi State, I could care less. Yeah. I and 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 if it's hey you know who's underrated that guy that played left guard for us for two seasons nobody talks I don't give a damn start turning it up when did I'm you like, know Aaron Hernandez was running around shooting people when did Jeez. you know that yeah. right when, when Tim Tebow what did you think about being surrounded by all these guys who are in trouble all the time when you're the straightest arrow who's ever walked right. the did earth right you
4: think you could preach to them it's got to be
3: I I think it's maybe if it's not dominating the storylines it's impossible to not weave in most of that stuff like it has to be, be woven into the it's four episodes too so it's not like it's they're telling it in 60 minutes the second i hear about the kicker and the big kick he made against lsu i'm
2: out i just we we let's let's stay on focus i do not need to know about your defensive coordinator don't care i'm rewinding my how far was that <laughs> kick
4: but also maybe there's something we don't know maybe there's something that Could is be. interesting enough that we don't know
2: get let's start with the good stuff right get like tom petty minutes. don't bore us get to the chorus yeah. right get let's start aaron hernandez there we go i'm in right if it if it's did you not like that the
4: netflix talk that they did on aaron uh back in the day back i think 2020
2: yeah i liked it <laughs> liked it didn't love it liked it didn't love it, it was it was good
4: it i was drove good. by that house every day
2: did you really Yeah, because wow. i
4: lived really close to where in bristol that was yeah. that the house that he came back to after that night I drove by it every day and I didn't realize it until He was after originally I the from Bristol. Yeah, Is that so right? He from okay. Bristol. Mm-hmm. And then he, after that night, he came back to Bristol, with a the car there. And I don't know if he was arrested there or not. He might have been arrested back in Boston. It,
2: it's a, it's a fascinating story. That's just one of those. Even if you weren't a football player, if this were just a story, no, 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 I it's, don't it's, it's amazing. 100%. I, I'm going to watch. I'm going to have an open mind, but we'll see how it goes from there. Jorge, in LA, you're up next. Jorge, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up?
6: Uh, just a. Uh, just while t- touching bases on the Dodgers, um, we were um, we're doing a good run, one World Series. Uh, like I brought to Emily, we're pretty much the Atlanta Braves of the '80s. One, one World Series and a lot of division champions. And uh, um, are we satisfied with this, or do you think we could get more?
2: I, I they absolutely can get more. They're going to be in position to get more. They, they, they are the '80s Braves, and and I don't think that that's an insult. To do what the the '80s Braves did was incredibly. The '80s and '90s, you're talking about the Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, David Justice, Fred McGriff, yeah, Chipper that, Jones, Chipper Jones, like mm-hmm. those, those guys were. But amazing. also great disappointments. Yes, it, it's both of those things. But that's not the, the. They're known not for winning the World Series once. Yeah. They're known for going to the playoffs 14 years in a row and cashing their ticket. One, the Dodgers are going to be good for a very long. Yeah, time.
3: He, here's the thing. I know everything ends. When does it end for them? I mean, they might be, we could be sitting here six months from now talking about, they just added Shohei. Just added Shohei.
2: Freddie shows no signs of slowing down. Mookie s- shows no signs of slowing down. Farm system we've talked Bobby about how many Miller different times. Miller is going to pitch in the major leagues for the next fifteen years. Emmett Sheehan and Michael Grove
3: and Gavin Stone and Ryan Peppio are. Why is all it going to change? Twi- it's not. Are they counting their money? Are they are they worried about how much money they're spending? Are they not making enough money at Dodger Stadium on a sellout on a Tuesday with forty five thousand fans there? I mean, it just. Here's the other thing:
2: they got the smartest guy in baseball running the team. They got Andrew Friedman, who doesn't make a ton of big mistakes. You know, occasionally one here or there, but nothing big. They yeah. never get in a weird financial spot. They're gonna be good for a very long. They, they, honestly, we could stop talking about the Braves if the Dodgers don't win more World Series. How'd you go to the playoffs twenty years in a row and win one? We could be talking about that because the run, the, the end of the runway, you really can't even see it from here. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee,
0: seven ten ESPN. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
4: Yeah, this Factor Cap is sponsored by uh, White People Taco Night and Pizza Hut Wings, because that stuff looks really good and also smells really good. Yeah, cute.
3: there's not enough. I mean, we'd love to share, but we <laughs> <laughs> they brought it in here. How many you, know you take dollars? down during the break? I've had two. I've had three so far. Yeah. What i got to go saying? back to my right. Buffalo Get a whole that's trip my, on a bus. <laughs> nice try. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you equate that, that's uh what, know, a almost a round trip. Wow, one more exactly. and it's a round trip.
4: All right, so Ravens lost their preseason game yesterday by one point. So the NFL record, uh they held the NFL record for preseason win streak that was it was twenty four games before last did night. You did you know they... that? I did. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. And you know, hey, also fun fact, who is the second who has the second most uh longest streak of wins? Travis, don't answer because Kirk told us.
3: Yeah. Um I, I'm, I'm going to assume it's a team that is not typically very good. Correct. You, you would be right. All right, let's go with – I'll just do it just to do it. Raiders? That's right. Yeah, ding. Is it's it really the Raiders. the Raiders? It is the Raiders. Yep. What, six in a row, Em?
4: I think so because yeah. it was is five that kind of, four of a stat so, you Saturday. don't want
3: –
2: how about 23 in a row, row that the Ravens had? That's just a well. Baltimore Baltimore's number. a good organization, too. You know? Yeah, but you're not playing real players.
4: Well, we're getting into that. Oh, I'm with our you. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on so that. So this is uh, Washington Commander's uh, offensive tackle, Sam Cosme, talking about this before the game uh, yesterday. Does that
2: Ravens win streak even enter your brain, the preseason win streak? I think it's a stupid record. <laughs> I mean, who gives a about preseason games? Yeah. I mean, if we beat it, great. Well, we're going to beat it. So there we go.
4: All right. So my statement is this streak did not matter. Travis Fetter, Cap.
2: Cap, it matters because it's so weird. It doesn't matter in a football sense. It doesn't matter. Like the, the Ravens have not ripped off a bunch of Super Bowl appearances in a row because they dominate the preseason. But it matters because it's just so bizarre. They're. Teams don't try in the preseason. Teams other teams are playing guys on nights where you're not yeah. playing guys. Like that it would break your way that many times in a row is just weird. It doesn't matter for football,
3: it matters for the universe. It's a good pitch. I'm still going to stay <laughs> with fact that I don't think it does matter. It obviously clearly it. it doesn't mean anything. I love that soundbite. It's interesting what you're saying. How the hell does it happen? That's the part where with all the circumstances, with all the literally, we don't care whether we win this game. To have that many go your way, they almost won yesterday too. That, that's 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 it's pretty like flipping phenomenal. a coin and have it come up heads
2: twenty-five times in a row. <laughs> it's like that's just weird. It's and not supposed to go like that.
4: Also, family friend Joey Sly was the person who took that win from the Ravens. Right? He grew up with. Uh, he was good friends with my cousin, so he'd come to like family events and stuff. And now he's. In the Did he NFL? play that
2: nail game that you guys play he, at Thanksgiving?
4: He, he may have. I don't remember specifically. but... But, uh, <laughs> I want to do
2: that. I want to, any game that involves th- hammers, nails, and beer sounds like something that
0: I'd like to be a part of. <laughs>
4: okay. So, Horry, what do you think? that um, The strict doesn't matter. No, it, it
0: doesn't. It's preseason. Nobody cares. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Ugh. State Farm have parted ways. They are no longer going to be working together. So, I'm going to play a piece of sound from one of his commercials.
1: Hey, Rodgers! This can double check! Every time you see
2: me, you say that. Don't you say anything else? Let me think. Discount double check. Discount <laughs> double check.
4: Discount right. double check. <laughs> it out it here. All right. So Aaron Rodgers is the person you most connect with State Farm. Uh, Alan, Dr. Cap.
3: Um, believe it or not, Cap. I think Chris Paul has been doing uh, State Farm for so long, and then there was a the time he got his kid involved. This is from
4: 2011. Who, is that no, that's Aaron, Aaron Rodgers 2011? Been, no, Aaron Rodgers has been connected with State Farm since 2011. What was Chris Paul's brother, so
2: cool. That twin brother? Oh, yeah, that's right.
3: That guy was great. I forget his name, but I like this square version of Chris Paul. Okay, so the people they've used, I think Mahomes was used at some point, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Paul, maybe because- it was here. Chris Paul was here when I think that partnership started and I felt like so many of these NBA nationally televised games had that State Farm commercial with Chris Paul. I kind of leaned towards Chris Paul before I leaned towards Aaron Rodgers. Trav?
2: Uh, Cap, it's the jake from state farm yes. right oh yeah 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 it's yeah. uh khakis well then
4: they also rebranded jake so they, uh, had they got a new jake. jake and then they have a younger, yeah, I, like younger jake. I
3: like
2: khaki's jake yeah, khaki's jake was great because he's sitting in his cubicle, cubicle. at 2 a.m like, like you, uh, yeah i could we relate we connect on a certain level <laughs> <laughs> every time i see a state farm commercial no, i think that's of jake right. from jake? state farm all
4: right now i'm gonna go fact because uh if you guys remember aaron Rodgers used to do the Belt. discount, double, yeah. check. discount yep.
0: double check that's what i remember from Aaron rogers
4: well yeah. now he still probably could do the belt but it's no discount longer. discount all
2: state check
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right
4: right exactly all right so um a twitter user uh, goes by big cat he works he has a part of me to take as his, his uh, podcast he talked about going to a Cubs game with his son for the first time and he posted his quote-unquote stat line for going so he said combine stat line for us him and his like i think his son is like four years old at this point three and a half innings, two hot dogs, one bag of M&Ms, two beers, one ice cream, one bag of Cheetos, one order of chicken fingers uh, and fries, one popcorn, $300 of 50-50 raffle tickets, and two Cody Bellinger home runs. <laughs> this is a perfect baseball game. Jorge, factor cap.
0: Absolutely.
3: All
4: that food. and Oh, yes. Perfect. Probably cost a lot of money, though. <laughs> All right, Trav?
2: Yeah. In fact it- as a parent your your kids what do you say his kid was you think he's four like or four so? or something yeah three four innings is perfect when you take a little you, you're not getting any more than that you're there for the snacks you're there to get the ice cream and the hot dog and the chicken fingers and all those sorts of things uh, that there were that there weren't like a souvenir helmet or a yeah. batting glove or something as a surprise because you usually get dinged at the souvenir shop on your way out the door as well
3: but to take your kid to his first game that is a perfect night. Now? Fact. I think the moment that he said he took his kid to his first game, anything after that was just gravy, right? And I'm sure that <laughs> fourteen inning one to nothing,
4: <laughs> three hundred dollars and 50-50, raffle. <laughs> <50/50.
3: laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> aggressive. You're teaching your kid a very specific skill set. Hey, yeah. he's uh, you know he's on a heater. He feels it. <laughs> um, I think just going to a game, especially if that's your squad, that's your team, you're gonna do. I'm sure every penny he spent that night that was associated with ki- with his kid was worth every penny, so I go fat. I'll do you know. remember the first baseball game you went to? Uh, definitely not with my dad. Um, I think the first game I went to was with one of my best friends who lived down the street, Qualcomm Stadium. Yeah, I think I do. I think I do remember Who did they play? It was like the Marlins or something like that. Um I mean, I probably was 11, 12, something yeah. along those lines. But baseball was, like if you said, hey, the first basketball game you've ever been to, it's like, yeah, absolutely, sports yeah. arena, Lakers preseason sure. game, chicken stew, all that. Baseball was the last of the sports that it was really of my interest. I, I, Angels and
2: Royals, and I went, and George Brett hit a couple of home runs, and that was it. That, that was it. It's just like, who who is that guy? Why is he hitting all the home runs? And that's when I got... You were hooked. What could have been so weird is it could have just been some random guy that had a night. It wasn't. It was a guy that went to the Hall of Fame. And
4: turned into your favorite player. And, and
2: it was like in the probably 1976 or 7, he was a brand new guy. He'd only been in the, year, the league for a couple of years, and that happened. It could have been... Brian Downing for the Angels that night hitting a couple of home runs, but it was Brett and it was off to yeah. the races from there.
4: My first game was a minor league game and it was, uh, it was the Richmond Braves. And so, but what, mostly what I remembered from that is that the stadium had like re- a really cool, like figure coming out from like, it, it was just a really cool stadium. And I remember just like, Whoa. And in my, the souvenir, you got Like then they walked through the door was a clock. So it had a Richmond Braves clock That's for, awesome. like, forever. Yeah. Do you still have it? Uh, I believe it's still in my house. Well, house in Virginia. There
2: you go. i put it on the wall. Have it be like a little uh, shrine to your sports fandom. Jorge, do you remember the first one you went to? Yeah,
4: it was against the Reds, Dodgers Reds. I think I was in high school when Nomar was here. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, that was the first time we could afford tickets. Yeah, Nomar.
2: That big league stadium, the first time you walk through there, it's like, whoa, this is huge. Like you watch it on TV and you see it with your own eyes, totally different deal. Austin Reeves killing it on Team USA. Does he have to kill it for the Lakers? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
7: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half research indicates 9
1: out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
2: You never have to miss a moment on 710 ESPN. Have you downloaded the new ESPN LA app? Just search ESPN LA in your app store. Or Google Play, tap load, load, download, tap, and bam! There you go, and you've got Kaboom, 710 in the palm of your hand, one click to listen live, all the podcasts in one place, and more. The all new ESPN only app, get it today. I prefer
3: the want to tap load. Tap load is, I just make up my own stuff. No, it's kind of what's in right now. It's very young generation are using that. It's just not out yet publicly. Plus I had a little buffalo wing delirium going on right oh, okay, there. Okay, yeah. I, just, I thought you were going to say like you spilled or yeah, something I, like that. I, I escaped mostly uh unscathed. We've had a couple moments. We haven't like it's not like we have this history of always eating together, right? No, not very often. But there's a couple times that stand out to me. Okay. So for example, about 8 minutes ago when we were eating wings and it's fries <laughs> and fries. Like, and fries. <laughs> the moment that the um uh, the gals from Pizza are opening up the the just the container that they're in. I don't know I, I don't know how I could probably describe it. like it's just opening and your hand is already kind of going in <laughs> well, yeah, that's like fair. you had stuff on the top of your hand because the the it hadn't the fully steam. opened yet. It hadn't <laughs> fully opened yet. The other time is when we were at one of Taylor's shows and I ordered the Tater tots. Oh, those were good. And before I like <laughs> even you just the, the claw kind of came I went in around and your shoulder. A couple. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you, they were on the wrong side, so I I, I didn't want to reach across you. That would That's be
3: awesome. rude. But so I went around your shoulder and came from the top. I side. guess I've had that. I took one of your tacos one time with Wobble yeah. Grill, so I, I shouldn't be talking.
2: No, it's fine. We uh, I I got I got considering that. That wasn't a huge amount of time; just a couple of you know, two three minute breaks. Put here. some work in. I got some. Yeah, some we put work. some work they in. Had two types of fries. I don't know if you noticed that or not. There was regular fries and Cajun fries. There were both types. I went Cajun. Yeah, I did I well. Cajun. See, when you bring in a, 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 a variety of yeah. when you they brought in three different types of wings, they brought in two different types of fries. It would be irresponsible not to try everything.
3: So a little bit of everything, and then more of your favorite thing. Garlic Parmesan. Kind of... It's good. Yeah. It's good. Better than I thought. It was good. I'm usually kind of a, "Ah, I'm just going to do Buffalo. Buffalo's good.
2: I was... if you only had one choice, Buffalo's the choice. Yeah. But this is why they make don't okay. sleep
4: on a lemon pepper. Hear me out. Garlic Parmesan is good for eating in the car because it's less <laughs> messy. You know, it's not the sauce factor of it all, so it's a good uh, it's a good car boneless uh, yeah. weight. Okay,
2: counterpoint. <laughs> you, you, I don't know about that one. The dust, right? Like the whatever the the but rub is easily, on your fingers. It
4: easily comes off. It
2: does, but it's also all over your car. You've got garlic Parmesan shrapnel spread around. <laughs> you your drop car. one garlic Parmesan right. wing. Yeah. And it goes in between the seats. What are you doing there? I, I, what with, are you doing from there? The other morning I went to a bagel place in our neighborhood mm-hmm. called I Love Bagels, Great Bagels. And I got a bag of every everything bagels or what Susan calls them everywhere, combo bagels. It's got a little bit of everything, right? Okay. Well, they put those dried onions on there too. My car smells like Stealth, onions like yeah, yeah. a week later. There are some things well, that's that a you problem. <laughs> well, I understand, but garlic and parmesan are both, both very powerful. Can I just
3: scents. say this? I know
2: that parmesan that's not parmesan is not a
4: powerful scent. Garlic is a powerful scent.
3: I know it's
2: not parmesan doesn't
4: really smell.
3: Yeah, ideal to have that onion smell, but
2: was it worth it? Yeah, no. Well, yes. Yeah, it was worth. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got it with the locks and the ba- the cream that, cheese uh, and you know hard hard to beat. Come on. So Austin Reeves is playing great with Team USA. Yeah. He got paid this offseason. This isn't This isn't a hot—this is just a fact, right? Okay. Austin Reeves is the Lakers' third best player, right?
3: Um, I'm with you that I don't even think—if it was a discussion last year when they started bringing in D'Angelo Russell, they brought in Rui, I don't think it's a discussion. I don't think so either. They'll start the season— um, I'm going to give – I don't know if this is the best example because sometimes they do this more from a popularity perspective. When they released the Lakers schedule, uh-huh. LeBron was in the middle, AD was to the left, Austin Reeves was to the right. There you go. Does that say something? Sure it does. Yeah. Sure it does. That they, they could have not put a third
2: person on One there. One of their
3: guys or not put a third right? person they, on if there. If you just yeah. went
2: LeBron and AD, nobody's looking at it going – for instance, if you go back to the Miami Heat and you had just – LeBron and Wade you'd be like uh they were called the big three where's Chris Bosch where's Haslam right where's Haslam right where's Birdman (laughs) (laughs) it's not that but it's also that he's on there it doesn't feel out of place at all coming into this season the Lakers it like we talked about a day or two ago this is not a uh hey, let's see what it is. This is not a, eh, you know, it's a work in progress. Let's see what we can do at the trade deadline. This is a team that went to the Western Conference Finals and looked pretty good doing it. Yeah. And ran into an absolute buzzsaw in the Nuggets that were the better team against Golden State, was the better team in their first two playoff series, clearly. Memphis and the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. and they got better. They re-signed their valuable pieces. They added a piece in Gabe Vincent and some others. This is a team that has real expectations going in. I wonder what those expectations are for Austin Reeves. He has been terrific, but he's killing it in Team USA. Yeah. He's paid now. He's looked at as one of those guys. And now on the nights when it doesn't happen, or if it doesn't happen for a week or, you know, four or five games in a row, what is the response? Because being a pleasant surprise is different than being, Hey dude, I need you to get eighteen points a night. That's
3: a different putt. Let me let me ask you this question based off what the expectations are going to be, based on the fact that he got paid, are you worried about Austin Reeves? I'm not worried because okay. I think he's the right type of guy to, to slide into that role. He
2: never looked scared. He never looked um, overwhelmed by whatever it was that was going on, playoff appearances, uh, playing with LeBron James and Anthony Day. He, he seemed comfortable. But money changes things. And, and what we talked about with your Padres, Expect change, expectations are the that's the wild card. It's not necessarily just the money. It's it's no longer a pleasant surprise that you're really good. It's no longer a hey. A Reeves had a night tonight. When I when you have to give me a night most nights. Yeah. Look at look at Anthony Davis. When you're with the Lakers and you're playing next to LeBron James, a little different. You don't get to have two bad nights in a row. You can have one a month, but you can't have two in a row. You can't have three in a week. It's
3: different. So he's one of the players that I worry about less than anybody else on the roster. And I think I have my reasons for it, Trav. He came from nowhere, ended up um, coming off the bench for the Lakers for a while. And then as the season progressed, it's like, um, okay, if he's not going to start, put him in for starter minutes, then ends up being a starter. Then there were plenty of times it's like, all right, he's a starter. He's getting starter minutes. Make sure he closes the games. Uh Then you got to the playoffs and you were kind of waiting like, hey, is he going to, is the playoffs going to be too big of a one? That didn't happen. Nope. Let's get to FIBA, which I I'm not trying to make a a case here what he's doing in FIBA will hundred percent translate. He's playing with some really good NBA players. And he's he standing out. And, and doing he's standing it. out. He has sixteen yeah. points off the bench in their yeah. win against Germany. I think him and Tyrese Halliburton. It's it's funny. There was a story that came out yesterday that the San Antonio Spurs. Maybe they're regretting this. Maybe they're not. Maybe no matter what the Spurs did. Remember, there were two teams that had money. It was the Rockets and the Spurs that, hey, they might give that poison pill to Austin Reeves and give them right. 80 90 maybe $100 million. Bill Simmons of the Ringer tweeted out something um, it, during that last game. They said, he's like, I'm really happy the San Antonio Spurs saved their cap space to not go after Austin <laughs> Reeves. <laughs> and he named off some guys. He's like, and I, it was just more of a compliment to Austin Reeves. Reeves, I worry about less because I think we've seen over the last year, year and a half, whatever predicament that you put him in, he's delivered. And even the money part of it, I'm, I, I feel like he's one of the, the the more reasonable contracts in the NBA because he didn't get a $80 million or $100 million. If you said the same thing about a guy like Rui, I would have more concerns over a player like Rui than I would over a guy like Austin Reeves. Perhaps most or importantly... D-Lo
2: that he confirmed that he in fact was not dating taylor swift emily
4: yeah i mean again That's everybody knew it and i just it, it was so funny to me i was reading the article and they were like he was like yeah i like checked my phone and i was like what the heck is this i'm like yeah he was, of course wasn't dating. but taylor let, swift. let's
3: take it a step further she did get that commercial wrong yesterday what would
4: no, I didn't.
1: what you would
3: capital one Right. It was Capital One. We and that, that kind of like that, that starts a whole new thing where it's, it's the now, where the do we trust your education the, on Taylor the Swift? The thing you're supposed your to know knowledge. the best. And then just let us down. By the way, if I'm Austin Reeves and I didn't want people to know I was dating Taylor Swift, I'd probably say <laughs> I was not dating Taylor Swift.
4: Right. He has a girlfriend. He said he has a girlfriend. i probably everything. also
2: say. That's what say somebody who's secretly dating Taylor I have Swift a girlfriend. would
4: say. Well, when I brought it up originally, John was like, oh, no, you live a girlfriend. No, he did he not said say that it he's like a that. girlfriend. <laughs> okay, yo, <Yeah, I> dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mace. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's pretty good. Kaboom. All right, so it's, it's <laughs> confirmed. It's awesome. confirmed. They're basically Officially. engaged. Come on,
0: guys. They're, Leave her yeah, alone. They, hey, Mace,
2: I think I got something here. Hey, 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 hey. I like that. was my favorite part of that. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know who that hey, was. was hey,
3: I think I got something here. Best I had. It was on the Comrex. It was on the Comrex. I, I remember think we were sitting still doing in the everything. murder room going, look at Sleva. Well, there were times in, when you were in the murder room, I'm like, I think he's just sweating. Well- Is it, that sweat I'm seeing on the Zoom or no?
2: There's two temperatures in the murder room at my house. It's either 40 or 140. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only two temperatures in that room. There's no in between. You still have that chair. No, I okay. got a I you got a real chair. Okay, cool. I had an old like uh a fold up chair? No, like a kitchen chair that was at the kitchen table that was wood. Every so every time you time moved, oh, it would squeak. God. Well, how uncomfortable. It, it wasn't uncomfortable at all. It was it was actually quite comfortable. That's why really? I liked it, but it was a little noisy. And now I have one like this that still makes the same amount still of noise. Sweet. Listen. Yeah, (laughs) a little little, little squeaky. USC has a new AD, and she's got one job to do. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
1: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, technology,